wealth, security, and opportunity are a byproduct of success. However, it often comes at the expense of deep personal satisfaction and happiness. This is the Design Your Destiny podcast, and I am your host, Penny Chason, board-certified hypnotist and number one international best-selling author. I work with the highly successful influencers, business leaders, corporate leaders who desire a life by design. In this podcast, I will bring to you succinct solo episodes and interviews that dissect the challenges of success and highlights the ways to leverage your most underutilized asset, your subconscious mind. If you desire peace and happiness in your life, better health and stronger relationships so you can enjoy the success that you have created, keep listening because this podcast is for you. What is driving you to succeed? I want to dive a little bit into the drivers of success today, because some of those drivers of success are normal, natural, and some of them are a little bit to the extreme of what is actually healthy for us. And we're going to dive in and talk a little bit about where those things come from, how they manifest in your life and in your business, and some of the patterns that you can look for to know if it's really a subconscious issue or if it's just a habit, okay? Now, habits are subconscious, but when I generally tend to talk about subconscious issues, I'm talking about beliefs. I'm talking about deep-rooted patterns that go beyond the habit. So I'm Penny, your host of Design Your Destiny, board-certified hypnotist, and helping people have their most soul-satisfying lives by facilitating the heavy lifting to get this stuff out of the way so you can enjoy the success that you have created. So you probably noticed that my environment has changed just a little bit. And I'm just going to say up front, a few moments ago, the dog was barking outside. I have moved my office back home to the farm. So if it's going to be a problem to hear the occasional rooster crow or a donkey bray or a dog bark outside, that's just the way it is. I love being at home and it just is what it is. We will attempt to clean the audio up the best that we can for this if it does happen. And to be honest, if it's bad, I'll just stop and re-record. But if you hear the occasional sound, just let that remind you that you can have a zen, peaceful life and have a successful life at the same time. So I was talking about these drivers for success. Now, to have a successful business, you have to be driven. Even if you're like me and you just have a team of a couple of part-time people to support you and you're running a streamlined business or you're running something much larger, you have to have a will and a desire to create. You have to have that stick-to-itiveness to keep going on the days when you don't feel like it because there's no one to answer to but you. On the days that maybe it feels like things aren't working even though you know that they are. Or, and let's face it, when you do hit a roadblock in business because those things happen, we cannot control our life. We cannot control our business because control at the end of the day is an illusion. 
So that stick-to-itiveness, that willingness to see things through that discipline, that commitment, and that desire to create something bigger than yourself, that desire to maybe break generational patterns or create generational wealth, whatever it is that motivates you, those things help keep us moving forward. Some people call it your why, your North Star. It's your driver, whatever is driving you to be successful. However, there are some times where this isn't necessarily the healthiest thing. And we're going to dive into that. But before we dive into that piece, I want to talk about habit. We have two kinds of habits. One is a reactive habit where subconsciously in the moment in a situation, our subconscious mind just kicks in and drives us through reaction to express ourselves in a certain way, to behave in a certain way, to take action in a certain way. So I call that a reactive habit, but really it's based off of emotion, off of thought, off of belief, off of pattern. And then we have what's called an unconscious habit. And an unconscious habit is something that literally just becomes a pattern. It's just a pattern. There, there's no thought. There's no feeling. It's just we become so accustomed to this is the way that we do things that it's the way that we do things. For example, someone may have their entire life had dessert after dinner. Maybe they grew up in a family where every day mom made sure that there was dessert with dinner. And then this person gets married and their partner, their spouse prepares a meal and there's no dessert with dinner. It's, wait a minute, I have to have dessert with dinner. Like you're not going to live or die without it. Well, you have to have it. And what's happened is it's just a well-worn neural pathway. It's like when you wake up in the morning, are you someone that as soon as your feet hit the floor, you put on slippers? Or do you patty foot around the house barefoot? These are habits that we don't think about. What can happen is through high school, college, if you went, but starting a business, we get into certain habits of behavior. And maybe one of those habits is to hustle, right? Maybe the habit is we're just always on, we're always going. And it's not from any fear or anything. It's just, we have the energy and we start the business and there's just a certain way of doing things. And from the time we show up until the time we're done, it's just go. And when one project is finished, it's just our nature. It's what we do. Next project, let's go. It can be a habit. And when we attempt to break that habit, it can feel uncomfortable. It's out of our comfort zone. Now, if you have a habit of going and you want to slow down and you're looking to break that habit, it's going to feel unfamiliar when you get ready to break that habit. But here's how you know it's a habit and it's not something else. When it feels uncomfortable, say, what, what is the worst thing that's going to happen? 
if I'm not busy, if your answer is, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself, I don't know what I would do with my time, then you're probably looking at pure habit. However, if your mind goes into fears around your business, fears around you, then we need to look at something a little bit deeper. There are several places that this constant pursuit of the next goal, what I call chasing goals, chasing one achievement after another, there are several places that it can come from. One of the things that can be at the cause of this is simply that we had parents. One of the things can be that we had parents who were vicariously living through us. In other words, they want us to have opportunities that they didn't have. So they push us, they encourage us to get better grades. They encourage us to do sports. They encourage us to achieve more and more. And what happens is you're working to learn, you're working to achieve. And as soon as you, you hit that goal, pushing even more. And what happens is, especially as kids, let's face it, we just want to play. We want to hang out with friends. And there be, may be moments in time where we missed out on something that we really wanted to do because we were being pushed to achieve academically or in sports or some extracurricular activity. And even though it's not the intention, the brain can put a perception on this that nothing I ever do is good enough. Nothing I ever do is good enough. It's like I work so hard, I achieve this goal. And then it's like, it, it's not enough. I have to do more. This can lead to perfectionism. This can lead to a subconscious belief that the only way to be accepted by people who love you is to continuously achieve and achieve. Now, there is a flip side that can happen to that, right? Nothing is black and white and there's a thousand shades of gray in between. The opposite of that could be that someone just believes they're not good enough. It's never ever good enough. And the behaviors that come out of that never good enough, right? It's just, it's never good enough. Or I always have to do more. If I want to be accepted, I have to do more, right? So those sound the same, but the belief is actually different, believe it or not, with thousands of hours of sessions with clients working subconsciously, I can tell you that the brain can put those into two different contexts as to what it means for an individual person. So it could be, I'm not good enough. I'm never good enough. Or I have to keep constantly going to be accepted, to be loved, to be of value, to be seen, to be worthy, to be recognized, to win my parents' love. I could really go down the rabbit hole there. <clears throat> Now, the behaviors that come off of the back end of those beliefs are two different things. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because you're driven. And you may or may not be one of these people that find yourself constantly chasing the next goal. What's next? What's next? I need to be accepted. 
the exact opposite of that is someone who might just say, what's the point of doing anything? doesn't matter what I do. It's never good enough. So th then you get someone on the opposite end of the spectrum, the person who probably won't become an entrepreneur. So that's just to give you some perspective of how this can impact people and some understanding. Because once we have that unconditional, radical self-acceptance and self-love for ourselves, then we can kind of look at other people and we have a greater degree of compassion and acceptance that they're on their path and we truly don't know everything that's going on with them. So this is one place that that chasing the next goal can always come from. The other thing could be that we fear failure. We fear failure. And when we have that goal and we know we have something worked towards, we're conditioned, we know exactly what we need to do to achieve that goal. And it's that goal that gives us our sense of purpose instead of what's on the inside, giving us that sense of purpose in our life. So as soon as that goal is met, then we have to have another goal to have that sense of purpose. So we can be looking at feelings of not being good enough or will it ever be good enough? Perfectionism. So it can be partly perfectionism and that's why we hit one goal and then we constantly have to chase the next goal because there are so many things that, that, that come into play in our lives and going back to the self-acceptance piece, let me circle back just circle back to self-acceptance for just a moment. If we received love and acceptance when we achieved, if we received praise when we achieved, we can really get caught up in a place where hitting that goal and hitting that milestone is tied to being lovable like this is what we have to do to receive love we become someone who is externally validated instead of internally validated now if you haven't done a lot of inner work or you don't work with clients facilitating them through inner work all of these things may feel like the same thing but they are very subtle differences so if you find yourself always chasing the next goal, moving from one thing to the next, here's what I'll tell you. Ask yourself, what is it that achieving that goal, like how does it make me feel? What do I think when I achieve that goal? Okay. What do I think? How does it make me feel? And that'll begin to give you a little window into what may or may not be going on. And one of the things that can happen is that sometimes I connect with someone and there, there's a lack of self-trust. And that lack of self-trust can be tied back to the fact that all along the way, when these goals are achieved, 
there's no celebration of self. There's no congratulating oneself like, wow, we really did that. Let's take a moment and pause. So say, for example, I've just launched a mastermind, Thrive the Mastermind. If I had a really good launch, so let's take, for example, you have a launch. If you have an online business, coaching business, a product base, but you go through a launch and you really crush it with this launch, your messaging's on point, sales are great, the conversions, the lead gen, everything, like you really couldn't ask for it to be any better. Like we knew it could be better, like things can always be improved, but it's really crushed it. And as soon as that launch is done, you dive right into, okay, what do we do next? And you don't stop and pause and enjoy that moment and really say, wow, great job. Look at what we did and validate for yourself everything that went right. Then the message the mind gets even, so this could come out of habit, right? We talked about parents giving it to you. But when you're constantly putting your mind under pressure and you don't pause and you don't celebrate yourself, you can create this out of nowhere just from the stress you're putting your mind under. It's, God, it's just never enough. It is never enough, right? Now, I don't mean if you have a successful launch that you put your business on pause and you go take a month off and go on vacation and you do nothing in your business. That's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying take the time to freaking celebrate, celebrate what you've accomplished, celebrate your achievements, not from ego, not from arrogance, but to reinforce to your mind, you freaking have this and it's okay to stop and breathe. You can stop and breathe and the world is not going to fall apart. Then when it's time for your next team meeting, you reflect on everything that went well take a look. Are there things that can be tweaked or can you just rinse and repeat? You just move the pieces into place and then get ready for the next launch. So it's a lot to look at. It's a lot to take in. When you really pull back the curtains on this behavior of always chasing the next goal and not being satisfied, the only way to really understand what's going on is to peek in subconsciously. Now, as I've told you many times before, there are a lot of ways that you can get glimpses into that subconscious, but when you're working at it alone, your protective part is going to kick up. When you're working with someone who is experienced, as I am, in these issues thousands of hours over the last few years, working with entrepreneurs and the highly successful to really unravel what is getting in our way, then patterns can be seen. And because it's not always what we think is the problem that is the problem. The thing that we think is the problem can definitely be connected, but it can be more surface level. So sure, journal, unpack it, don't get stuck in it. But if you find that you feel you're going in circles around it, it just seems like it keeps playing out over and over again, and I don't understand why, then reach out to me. Reach out and let's have a call. 
let's explore what is going on so that you can take some action and get yourself moving in a direction that is mentally well and emotionally healthy and allows you to enjoy what you're creating. Because what is the point of creating if you cannot enjoy it? And I think that's one thing that all entrepreneurs can agree on. What's the point of creating if you can't enjoy it? Because who wants to be miserable, right? I I know I don't. And if you're listening to this, I know you don't either. So if you want to schedule a call, let's chat. Let's see what's a good fit for you. The link will be in the show notes of this episode. And there are a few ways that we could work together. So that's one of the reasons why I ask you to book a call. I can see what your goals are and I can match you up with what fits best for what it is that you desire. Applications are always open for Thrive the Mastermind. This is a rolling mastermind. So if you're between 200 and 500,000 and you want the benefit of a collaborative community, and one-on-one support over a period of 12 months, then we'll also have the link to the information for Thrive the Mastermind in the show notes of this episode. Either way, I appreciate you staying tuned in, watching, listening. Please leave a positive review and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Design Your Destiny. I would love to know what resonated most with you. So just take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at penny.chason and let me know what you thought. Also, if you head over to iTunes and you leave a positive review, it helps this podcast to help reach even more people making a difference elevating humanity and mankind.